It's Monday, and this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz. All right, Alvin is with us. Alvin is in Pennsylvania. Hi, Alvin. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave and Rachel. Hey. Honored to talk to you guys. You too, sir. What's up? Well, I had a question on um, helping helping a friend or a family uh, that we've been helping financially. Mm-hmm. And in the past year, the husband has passed away. Mm-hmm. And so in the last couple of years, we've helped this family uh, from a very, very poor uh, situation. And they were, they were making some progress financially. And we, we had them on somewhat of a budget and things. Good. But in the past year, the, fa- the dad passed away. Mm. Now we're having now we're having some troubles uh, figuring out uh, how much to help or where to help since the growing children seem to be taking advantage of some of some of the handouts, like the cars leave that are not not theirs, and and we're trying to figure out um, how to how to where the boundaries should be in, as far as helping. Mm-hmm. What children are in the home of the of the house you're helping? Because you said there's some grown kids. Are there? Yeah, how they have many? moved back in. Yeah, a couple of them have moved back in, and one of them was his girlfriend and his kids. And it, there's too many people in the house. But since the church and you know people that care about the family are, are paying for the rent and the and the food and the uh, private schooling for the children and things. There's really no motivation for them to leave, I don't think. And it's really hard for the mom. We understand there's a lot of grief, you know, because the, the dad and husband, you know, has passed away. Um, so we're trying to figure out how can we help uh, that's constructive and, and is, is helpful all the way around without uh, enabling you know, the landlord. A situation. Yeah. 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 The landlord uh, and, and uh, they also are a part of this because they they are part of the church where, where we've all attended. So it's kind of it's kind of tough. Um, so the, so the land the landlord feels like they can't enforce stuff because they're personally connected to the family and they also need a place to live and things like that. So, yeah, I'm just need some guidance on how to figure out how to help help this family, basically. You're good with enabling situations. <laughs> I think the um, I think I'm hearing you say um, that they are taking advantage of the situation. Yeah, that's 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 how we look at it. Yeah, and yeah. and so, so so that tells us that they're not really being helped. So what we've got to think is oh, the way I, the way it always helps me is five years from today is what I'm doing right now going to cause them to be in a better situation and what you're describing the answer is no five years from today they're going to be doing exactly the same thing and sometimes we get confused particularly when we do it under the heading of our christian faith uh between being nice and enabling because enablers are always the nicest people on the planet um but we because we just don't want anybody to be offended or hurt or scared or hungry or anything and so we just do anything to do make that okay and so this landlord in the name of i'm they're in my church and so i'm concerned and so i i don't want to do an unchristian thing in quotes um and yet you've got a whole bunch of stuff going on in that house that's not christian and um 
and you know you're condoning it and allowing it and encouraging it by allowing it and so you're not doing them any favors by not letting making them abide by the rules uh, that a normal tenant would abide by uh, they're overloading the house with people and it's people engaged in behaviors and uh, that, that you're not okay with right and that's not okay why are we not okay with those behaviors because they're not good for them they don't affect right. me but it's not good for right. them and right. so what is good for them that's what matters and we can tell what's good for them is not whether they like it it's not whether it feels good it's whether uh five years from today they're in a better place because you did this thing and so um you know, I put together a, a benevolence program for a large church several years ago. It was one of the first things I did when I started doing money stuff, and it had a lot to do with uh, the extent of our help is going to be to the extent you participate in things and in behaviors that are going to cause you to win. I'll give you an example, okay? Uh, every large church in America has people walk up to the door and ask for money for a bus ticket, money for food, quasi-homeless quasi people, right? At this particular yep. church had 35 acres with big trees on it, and we always said, yeah, we can help you out with a gift card to the local grocery store, which obviously does not allow cigarettes to be purchased or alcohol to be purchased, but instead actual food, okay? Mm -hmm. But we need you to work an hour and we'll give you $50 worth of gift cards raking leaves. Do you know what number of people accepted that? In five years of me doing it, not one. They all walked well, off mad, flipping me the bird, yelling at me about not being a real Christian because I asked them to rake leaves for an hour. By the way, Paul says it in the Bible, don't work, don't eat. And so... I, you know, and I wasn't asking an onerous thing. I got the rake. I got the leaves. This is easy. Uh -huh. Right. And so the bottom line was, is that I knew I wasn't helping those folks by participating in their delusions. And mm -hmm. so, you know, and the same thing, a, a young couple like you all are dealing with, or a couple comes in for counseling and help with, they need help with their rent or something. Uh, we required them to go to prayer. We required them to go to a Financial Peace University class, which was brand new in those days. Uh, and we required them to do some work around the office of some kind. And uh, because work and prayer and knowledge are things that will fix your life if your life mm -hmm. is busted. Sure. And, you know, how many of them turn that down? 50%. And these are people inside the church. Wow. They would turn us down and walk away angry. And we were never unkind. We were never bossy or controlling. And so at some point, you've got to dust your hands and dust the feet off your, dust the, shake the dirt off your feet from you when you leave that town and go, now it's up to you, baby doll. So mm -hmm. I don't want to be mean to this lady. She lost her husband this year. I understand. And I'm not asking you to be mean to her. But, but if you guys continue the behavior you've outlined for me over the next three years, you're not helping at all. And yeah, you already knew that, about, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm, that's really what I'm worried about. So I, I'm going to require some things. I'm going to require them to go to the class. I'll pay for it if you want them to go to our class. I'll give it to them. Okay? Okay. I'm not trying to make money. on That's not the point. I want them to learn so they're never in this situation again. I'm going to require that, that children over 18 move out mm -hmm. within six months and get a job and get a life. Right. 
in order for us okay. to continue support. Why? Because that's good for the children that are over 18. It's good for the mom. She does not need to be 75 years old with a 35-year-old in her basement who's sleeping right. around all over town. That is not right. a good family situation. Agreed? Yeah, absolutely. And this is Amen. a loving act. Well, Dave, that's tough love. No, it's just love. Mm-hmm. The other's not love. The other's just wimp. Yeah. And I've done both, man, because I got a big old heart. I love people, and I see somebody hurting. I just want to help them and all that. But, I mean, after having dealt in this stuff for so long, for 30 years, I just I am committed to loving them so well that I make them do things that are uncomfortable and transformational yeah. for their own sake. Well, it's when the helping starts to become harming, and that's what it is. It does. That's yeah. enabling. Yep. You, you know, when when what you think is helping is actually causing them to stay in a rut. Yeah. Uh, case in point, the entire welfare system in America, you know, it's generational now. It's ridiculous, and it's not helping. It's causing generational slums. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.